The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. On this week's episode of the Small Biz Ahead podcast, we're going to be talking about a topic that most small business owners are going to have to do this at some point, and it's called interviewing people. Mm-hmm. So this is probably, I'm going to guess, Gene, this is one of your least favorite things to do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm bad at it. Okay. So whatever advice that I have, just do the opposite. <laughs> okay, we're going to come back with some really bad advice from Gene <laughs> after we hear from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. Does anyone like to interview people? Yeah, I think some people get into it and some people make it into a science and a lot, you know, I mean, it depends on your job and um, I think it's fun. I, I don't mind interviewing people. I think it's kind of fun. Uh, my biggest weakness is that when I interview somebody, like I, I generally like talking to people. So like I, I, everybody I interview seems fine to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing the person. I'm like, you know, hi, oh, this seems like a pretty good person whatever. I'm sure she'll do fine. Yeah, like I, you know what I mean? It's kind of tough. And the other thing is that you, I fall into the trap that I think a lot of other people do is we all want to be liked. So like yeah. if I'm interviewing somebody, I don't want to be like a jerk. I I, I want the person to like me. Do you like I'm crack dumb jokes to make people no, uncomfortable? No, uh, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I really <laughs> do it a lot, but I, I try not to. Yeah. Um, I've learned, I've learned over the years. And you know, here's, here's what I've learned because I've been burned a lot of times. I've made bad hires. Well, um, everyone has. Yeah. And I made multiple bad hires over the years where I've, I've, I've interviewed somebody and I just, okay, took we should too big probably just stop this episode right now. Cause we're not, no, I'm kidding. We, we, we do have, we've done research and we have some tips. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. I, I, what I, I can tell you what I've learned from okay. the bad hires that, that, that I've made. Um, and it's this, um, in the end, um, the person that you're interviewing is not your friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the person that you're interviewing is going to be doing a job for you, a specific task um, or a group of tasks to make you money, you know? So I've, I've actually learned that um, when I'm, I, I stay very job focused. Okay. Um, I don't ask people, uh, clearly you're not supposed to, and I don't, but I don't get into like personal things or whatever. I, I really do zero in on what the job is going to be, what was going to be like. Um, I try because I, I did this poorly in the past, but I think I'm doing it better now, is the whole point of an interview is to let the interviewee do the talking. And yeah. a lot of times we make the mistake of like, we're doing most of the talking yeah. and they're just nodding and they're agreeing or whatever. You got to let the interviewee, you know, do the talking. And I ask, I try to avoid yes or no questions. So I like to just ask, how do you feel about this? What would you do in this situation? Uh, we And I try to use real life things. We have a problem with a client um, and this is what happened. How would you have, have so handled this? Would you consider that more behavior type interview? Technical. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't ask things like, what are your strengths and your weaknesses? That's oh, such God. baloney. Because everyone says the same of thing. Of course. And like, you know, or, you know, they're, they're all going to know we're hardworking and I'm a good, but you know, everybody's hardworking and everybody's great or whatever. I like to get somewhat technical and I try to come armed with uh, like specific job related things that went on. And I want to say, like, what would you have done? You know, okay. like, you know, and then that kind of kind of 
tells me whether or not this person's a thinker or not, or whether they can uh, contribute to what I'm, you know, what I'm going to do. You know, if I ask them if they have experience in a certain thing, like, oh, you know, we uh, we're, we're a Microsoft partner. You know what I mean? Like, you know, are you familiar with Microsoft products? Yes. Okay, what products? Okay, and then they'll they okay, fine. Tell me what you've done with Which this product. Which is probably already on their resume. Right. Give me so. give me an example of, of a project that you've worked with this product. That's a much better question. Yes. And and yeah. you know, what do you like or not like about this product? Tell me some of the things that you've That's you've a about. great question. Right. I mean just you know and then I like to also um I, I don't know if it's my personality or not, but I love because I, I make so many mistakes myself, I like to find out uh, mistakes other people make. Like, I, I like to know, like, you know, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've made, um, you know, at your last job? Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, what are some of the biggest concerns that you have? Because people are just, we're all humans. So we're all. Doesn't everyone just answer that with, my mistake is I try too hard. When I hear, <laughs> when I hear that, then I'm like, this person is not being honest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I can name off mistakes I made, pretty brutal mistakes. And if I was being interviewed, I would say. This is, you know, what can I tell you? I'm human and I made this mathematical error that cost, that cost my former employer millions of dollars and I felt terrible about it. So no, I'm just Would kidding. you still but, hire someone if that was their answer? It depending on what the mistake was and what they did about it and how long ago it happened and what the nature like of it. Like I sure. hit send on the email too soon and... I, yeah, I mean, stuff like yeah. that. Everybody okay. does. I like honesty and transparency and that's why I like asking people about mistakes that they've made because if they're honest and transparent with me on an interview... Um, then I, I feel like I can trust them a lot more when they're working for me. Okay. So how do you try to make people feel comfortable when you're interviewing them? Or do you just not even care? I don't. Um, well, usually when I interview people, um, I try to pick a lot of people, have people come into their office. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually think that, um, you know, that could be a very awkward situation. It's very formal and stiff and whatever. So, Jeez, you know, it's like, I just don't like people. Yeah, no, right. It's just whatever. No, we don't. I'm lucky enough to say that we don't actually have offices, yeah. right? We're a virtual company. So I wind up interviewing people on Skype. Starbucks okay. is normally how we do it. I don't do, um, we haven't done that much video interviewing yet, but we're going to get there. Uh, because there's a few apps that I want to try out. One of them is a an app called HireVue, which you can put in the notes. Um, okay. It's H-I-R-E-V-U-E. And it's an artificial intelligence app uh, that some clients have been asking me about where um, people do a video interviews with a computer. But based on the answer to the question, apparently it analyzes their responses and their facial expressions and their body language. And oh, now for my small company, that's probably that's a little creepy. bit overkill. Yeah. A company like the Hartford, I bet you that's how, you know, large companies are going to yeah. are using this technology in the future. Anyway, making com people comfortable. It, it really is all about your attitude. Just know that coming into your office and sitting across from you while you're behind the desk. People are going to be uncomfortable. People are going to be uncomfortable. So it would be nice to meet in a public space for a coffee or something. Um, my last interview with a woman, it was, uh, for a marketing job. Um, I met her like for a coffee. We just walked around like a square in Philadelphia together. Oh, that's together. a great idea. To yeah. We just walked for like, for like half an hour. We did like 10 How laps of the square. It was great. Uh, she didn't turn out very well in the end, but, um, it, <laughs> but the conversation went great and it was a, um, that was other factors why she didn't, it didn't work out with her, but, um, that was relaxed and fun. And, and, um, so I, I don't know. I just think that Getting out of the office to me, I think, is, yeah. the, is the most human thing you can okay, do. Okay, so let's say you're, you've got a half an hour with these people. Mm. Do you spend time walking through their resume? No, I don't even bring the resume with okay. me. Okay. I'm done with the resume at this point. To yeah. me, the resume is just the qualification round. And if they made that cut and toward the interview yeah. stage, then that's fine. Um, so I don't even, 
and I don't even go through like their again. I know some people will be like, tell me about your experiences at this company or that company. I will only ask if the company was like a competitor. <laughs> you know, they're like, what are those guys doing over there? You know? <laughs> Other than that, um, it's more project related. Okay, so you walk stuff. through the, you know, you're, you meet them, you try to make them feel at ease a little bit. Right. And then you don't walk through their resume. You you really do ask about projects. How yes. would you handle this? How would you handle that? Yes. That type of, okay, Correct. great. It's I all, think that's, I think that's very helpful for people. Yeah. It's all, it's all very, it's all very specific stuff. I like to, you know me, I mean, I like to talk about um, pop culture kinds of stuff, like TV shows they yeah. like, or where they were on vacation or, uh, you know, books or movies or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I enjoy that. So yeah. that's kind of fun to talk about. It usually like warms people up a little bit to talk do about Do you do stuff. background checks on people? Yeah. When okay. we, when we're close to hiring the person, that's like the last step. We use a, an app called Checker, C-H-E-C-K-R. And it does very detailed background checks on people. It's very, very good. We have an article and we'll link to it in the show notes. And it, I think it's called illegal interview questions you can't yes, ask. And right. it's, it's questions <clears throat> like, you know, what year did you graduate from Rydell High and that right. type of thing. And we had so many negative comments on that article saying, why can't we ask these right. questions? Right. I don't know why you would need to. Yeah. Like if you're hiring someone for skills, wouldn't you just want to find out what their skills are and how they handle things. I got to be honest. Um, I'm in agreement with the naysayers that, that get frustrated with those questions. I mean, but why um, is it that important to you? How old someone is, whether they're in their forties or their thirties, like who cares? Yeah. The, the, the age thing is uh, you're absolutely right. You, sh you shouldn't discriminate on age and it shouldn't really make any difference at all. I think it's the, what, what makes the difference I'm going to tell you is the culture of your company. Okay. okay. So for example, and this is for real, um, if you've got a company made up of a, like a young staff of 20 somethings and you know, whatever, and uh, you want to bring somebody in and I don't know, they're in their sixties and believe me, I'm in my fifties. So I just want to say, you're almost there, James. Almost there. <laughs> Maybe that's not the best fit. I know that sounds terrible. So I'm not saying you should ask any of those questions. You, you want to comply by the I rules, but I understand why business owners like myself sometimes get a little frustrated when we can't, I mean, like, I would like to know the person's personal situation. Like, do they have kids? Do they have like a working spouse? Is there like, am I going to be hiring somebody who's going to be like leaving every 10 minutes? Cause there's a, there, uh, I'm sorry, but they're a single parent and they're like, they're running around and that that's discriminatory against the law. It you is. can't do that. So don't the, yeah, do that. The big one for me is the age. Like, you can tell that you can look at the yeah, person and you don't that's need true. to ask that question. Yeah. Sometimes you, you ask people like, again, it's, it depends on where you're from. Um, you try to make a connection with people. So where'd you go to high school? You know what I mean? Oh, I went to Rydell High. I don't know how I was saying Rydell High. Isn't that where like Sandy yeah. and, and from Greece? Yeah. Okay. It's a Riverdale High because uh, it's Archie. But okay. it's like, okay, you went to Riverdale High. You know, and like so if you ask, sometimes you ask, like, you know, well, oh, wow. When did you graduate? My cousin went there, right? And that's yeah, illegal. Like, right, that's illegal. And yet, you're, I don't know, it's a connection. If you meet somebody in, in socially and you find out they went to a high school and you're like, oh, wow, what year did you graduate? Oh, yeah, my friend. Gene, you, know, you know it's different interviewing someone I know. versus I know. meeting them socially. I know, but that's, the, that's uh, it is different and, and it's illegal, so you don't do it. But you, you, you brought up the point that why some business owners or they would you had an issue with that article. Yeah. That's why they have an issue because it like, it takes away some of the human connection part of the interview. And we're used to that. We're small business yeah. owners. We, 
you know, we're, we, we don't work for big corporations with lots of rules. And so those kinds of rules um, surprise us. <laughs> yeah, not frighten, but they just, you know, we, we, we kind of, you know, push back against them. Okay. Can you tell us before we wrap up on, on this, one interesting experience you had interviewing someone, one like one thing that went awry or one thing that surprised you or one question that you got just an answer you were not expecting. I interviewed somebody on the phone. It was like 10 years ago on the phone. Um, it was this woman. She was great for a technical job. Um, I went through her resume. She was fantastic. And then we got together um, at um, at a Starbucks and had another face to face interview and went through the whole job, the whole kit and caboodle. She was great. It was wonderful. Whatever. I think, great. I'm going to send you a contract and it's great. We can start with whatever. Never heard from her again. <laughs> I mean, never like she never even replied to any of my emails. I mean, clearly I, I did something wrong. I had to have said something. God knows what. And to this day, I go back to what did I? She ghosted you. What did I? She totally ghosted me. <laughs> and by the way, ghosting is a trend, a big trend now because of the the way the unemployment situation yeah. is. More employers are reporting that these interview candidates are just sort of disappearing on them. And by the way, I mean. I mean, talk about like, it's just so unprofessional. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you probably won't believe me because you know me so well, but I really did nothing bad in this interview, okay? <laughs> it was fine. And, and I was like, and I'm in Philadelphia and Philadelphia is, believe me, it's it's a small town. I'm surprised I haven't bumped into her since. But um, I mean, God knows maybe Well, you probably have and she just saw you and walked the other Ran way. away, I don't know. But that was like the most sort of startling experience yeah. for me interviewing was like, Geez, one thing, like if you reach out and they're like, you know what? I got another, I took another offer. Talk about Nothing. ghosting employer, potential employers though. I've been ghosted before. By employers. Oh yeah. Uh, constantly. Yeah. It is, it's such bad form. I, here's what I think also about, about responding. I get it. If you put out an ad on Craigslist or whatever, and you get a bunch of resumes and you don't respond to them all, you know what I mean? But if you take the time to meet with somebody face to face as an employer, yeah. you you got to step up. If you, if, even if you don't wind up hiring yeah, them. You put your big boy, your big girl pants yeah, on. You and you got to step up and say, we've decided to go another direction, but thanks, you know, and whatever. And that, it's just the professional thing to I do. I have, I actually, so this is my ghosting story. And I was really upset about this for years and I can finally tell it. And okay. I'm going to tell it today for the first time live on the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Okay. I was so excited because there was this publication in Washington, D.C. called Roll Call. Yeah. And they just write about politics. And I, did I already say I was 25? So it was, it was a little while ago. You were 25. And um, a couple of years ago. So I got an interview with them and I was so excited. And the interview was in D.C. And my parents love Washington, D.C. So they took both took the day off from work to go down with me, which I was a little like, oh, my God, I'm going to an interview and bringing my mommy and daddy. Well, you didn't up. bring them with you. No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> that would have been weird. So we flew into D.C. for the day because it's not that far. Okay. And my parents went off and did sightseeing and I went to my interview. That's cool. And, you know, I was wearing like my suit and everything because this was, you know, it was like one of my first job interviews. Okay. So I go in and the interview was with Chuck Todd. Do you know who he is? He's the anchor on MSNBC or something he's, now, isn't he? He's, like he's a pretty the moderator on uh, Meet the Press. Meet the Press, right. So That's I right. had the interview with him. That's I could cool. kind of tell it didn't go that great, mm -hmm. but it wasn't terrible. Like he was very nice to me in person. And I went back, met my parents and like we had dinner and then we flew back that day. 
And I never heard from Chuck Todd again. Never. I sent him a thank you note. Never, just didn't reply. Everything. Yeah. So finally, I sent him an email after like a month. And I said, you know, I flew down to D.C. Good for you. For this. And I never heard back from Good you. Good for you. And he wrote back and was like, I'm so sorry. We ended up, you know, filling the position with someone internally. Right. Which that al- that always bothers me, too. Because then don't make me travel down here for you this know what, interview. You know what? Whatever the reason yeah. was... It, it, it was what it was. People make decisions for all sorts of different yeah. reasons. But he just, but it took you to like be reaching out yeah. to, him. and and here you are still talking about it because it annoyed you. I know so it much. annoyed me. I agree. I agree. And if it wasn't Chuck Todd, I probably would have forgotten about <laughs> it by now. But every time I see him on TV, and he's so tanned all the time, like he just must use so much tanner. <laughs> uh, it just goes to show that people talk, man. And yeah. they, you know, they get around and like they interview your business. Yeah. And you don't get back to them. And then uh, I don't know, they tell their friends, like, oh, I interviewed oh, yeah. at JJ's coffee shop. This guy's like never even got back to me. They're kind of jerks. You I'm know? putting him on blast on our podcast. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you should always, if you're interview, if you meet someone face to face, you need to send them a note and just say like, we filled the position. Thank you so much Absolutely. for your time. Really appreciate you coming in. It was Absolutely. a pleasure to meet you. Something really short, something that you makes you feel good about yourself, yep. but also they're going to get it and be like, okay, at least I was respected. Like they, I'll tell you one final thing about time. it. You're the, the final person that you choose for the job. Let's face it. You're still taking a leap of faith. Yeah. That person doesn't reach it, you know, work out. The other people that you brought in for interviews that you might have liked, they were contenders, but they didn't make, you know, they didn't yeah. make the, you know, the, the, the more that you can stay, you know, give them the right send off and the professional send off, the more you keep the door open a little bit that if this person doesn't work out, you can turn back yeah, to them and say, you know what, you know, we'd love to bring you back in If again. you end up hiring someone and let's say you put them on like a 90 day, you know, probation, I don't know sure. what that is. Like right. you give them a 90 day contract right. or something and they don't work out. You don't have to go through the whole process again. Right. If you've been polite and nice Indeed. to the Agreed. people, you can go back to that well and say, hey, you know what? We really hit okay. it off and got along and you would have made a great. I mean, why start the whole process again if you can just go back to other qualified candidates you've already met? Correct. It was very emotional for me to tell We've that talked story. about interviews. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, I think I'm seeing you later on for uh, dinner, but don't worry about this. It's really, she's over it by now. <sighs> All right. We're going to be right back with Jean's Word of Brilliance. <laughs> Did you know that increasing customer attention by as little as 5% can improve your profitability by as much as 75%? If you're looking to increase your customer retention and profits, Check out Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, Keep Customers Coming Back for More. This ebook will teach you how you can use the reciprocity principle to increase sales, how to increase social proof to help drive customer interest, and why creating a fear of missing out can encourage customers to buy from you. Head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. Gene, what's your word of brilliance? <laughs> okay, as you know, uh, Elizabeth, it's, sometimes it's hard for me to keep to one word, but so tonight's going to be two words, uh, or today, um, and that's stage fright. Okay. And the reason why I bring that words. up is because um, I do a lot of speaking to groups around the country, and um, people do ask me about getting nervous before you speak to a group. You know, like, how do I avoid stage fright? I can't you know? believe I've never asked you that. Yeah. And, and I, do you, I mean, do you ever speak to a group or do you ever, do you have a nervous, um, because you know, people are like, they, they say the fear of speaking to a group, they have a, a bigger fear than death. Yeah. Like more people would rather die than There's like, a famous publicly speak. Jerry Seinfeld joke. Yeah. And it's, it's like, 
more people rather be in the coffin than giving the eulogy. Yes, right. Yeah. It's some crazy, you know, statistic, but it is, it, it's really true. And do you get nervous when you... I don't speak... I mean, I do a lot of presentations okay. at work to groups. I get excited for them. Right. Me too. I mean, I get... Um, if anything, I get anxious to get up there. Like, I want to yeah. get out there so I can start whatever. But a lot of people really do get nervous. And I just want to, I just want to share one piece of advice, right? When you're going to go out and you're going to speak to a large group um, you know, of people and you're, you're kind of getting out there, you're not a stand-up comic. You're not Tony Robbins. Nobody's going to jump up and walk across coals and then high five and cheer and all that kind of stuff. So that, that's all. Yeah, this isn't a TED talk. You know what I mean? You're not right. So just relax. If you're going to go up there and give a presentation to a group, your whole job is just you, your, your objective is that they walk away a little bit smarter than they were when than when they first sat down with you. That's it. And you're there to help them. That's it. You're not there to entertain them and you don't have to feel intimidated by them. You should, whenever I see a group of like big wigs out in the audience, you know what I mean? I'm about to go up there. I think to myself and I'm saying, like, you know what? There's a lot of stuff in here they probably don't know. And I'm going to help these guys. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to help them. And it feels good as a human being when you help somebody else. And it feels good to a speaker when you ingrain it in your head that you're going to go up on stage help and you're going to helpful. help the audience. And if you put that into your mind, it calms you down a lot. Okay. It Guess what our lot. next episode is about. What's that? How Gene prepares to speak publicly. I can't wait to speak about that. All right. We'll be right back with our next episode. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Gene for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.